0: But I want you to think of some of the joyous moments in your life. Like, what have those moments been? Moments that have filled you with so much joy that you've overflowed. Thinking of some? Maybe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mention some to you. Maybe it has been. Um, it was when that pee stick announced to you by the double mark that you were pregnant. Or maybe for some, it was the letter or the email that announced you were accepted into the school or program of your choice. Perhaps a joyous moment for you was an announcement in form of a question that your significant other nervously asked you on one knee. Or possibly the declaration that came with your last loan payment that made an announcement that you were debt free. That's a good one, right? I danced. That day came. All my credit card bills were paid. I was like, yes. Now I'm going to rip them up so I don't do that again. Or how about the announcement of your oncologist declaring that the cancer is in remission? See, announcements. There are announcements, proclamations, messages that will fill you with joy when you hear them. And there are ones that will fill you or cause you much sadness. Like when it's announced that your flight is delayed. Or the second line in the P-stick never shows up. Or the letter announces rejection instead of acceptance. Or the announcement of engagement is not of you, oh, but of a friend's. And you find the business that you started has some losses that you didn't account for or the prognosis on your health is still pretty grim. Right? That kind of announcement is a little bit harder on the soul. Isn't it a wonder that the season of Christmas that is supposed to be full of joy for some is filled with sorrow? I think a lot of times we forget That Jesus entered a world that was weary, where the powerful stayed in control by oppressing others. Jesus came during a dark time of unrest. Sylvia Schroeder writes, Jesus made his entrance into a culture that wore a weary robe of hopelessness and grief. And I heard a pastor say this recently. He said that Christmas is a magnifier. If things are good in your life, Christmas tends to magnify the goodness, but it can also magnify what is difficult. So the struggle becomes even harder at Christmas. So it's important we learn to magnify Christ. So I want to offer you this joy begins with Jesus, grows with others and is magnified by your response. See, the central message of Christmas is that God wants to do good for you. The announcement the angel makes to Mary starts with greetings. Oh, I think they wanted the slide up a little bit longer. I saw that face reaction right there. That was not joy he was feeling. Um, Thanks. Thanks, media team. You guys are best. But the announcement that the angel makes Mary, he, he says, greetings, you are favored and the Lord is with you. See, favor can be translated to God wanting to do good for you, goodwill for humanity. Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. Jesus came to save people from their sins, from their evil, from their immorality. If anyone is on your corner, it's Jesus. If anyone wants to bless you, it's Jesus. Maybe you believe the lie that God is out to get you or cause you pain. That is so far from the truth. He loves you and wants to do good for you. I'm gonna invite you to do what introverts don't like to do. I'm gonna invite you to make an announcement to the person sitting next to you on either side. And I want you to tell them this. Announce to them this God wants to do good for you. Go ahead. God wants to do good. <laughs> For you. See, during the very first part of this announcement, Mary hears the announcement and is confused and disturbed, but the angel tells her, Don't be afraid. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. Then Mary asks a really good question. She says, But how can this happen? Let me state the very obvious fact I am a virgin right? She's like, this is is as factual as we can get right here. And in verse 35 of chapter one of Luke, it says, and we're going to read it together. So you are welcome to join us, open up your Bible or your phone. But it says in verse 35 of Luke one, and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also That holy one who was to be born will be called the son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for, uh, for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. See, Christmas is seen as a magical time. Right? A time where miracles happen. Hallmark movies always end up with happy ever end, right? Happy endings, all the, the time the presents get there on time, the husband finally arrives. I mean, it's it's always something miraculous that happens. Around the Christmas time is where wonders come to be. See, Christmas, according to the gospels, begins with God's wonderful deeds. One of the miracles that we read about is God becoming flesh, becoming a man like one of us. And see, that, that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen for God, the supreme being, the creator of the universe that exists outside of time to put on flesh and come down to become human. Something that is impossible becomes possible. Because joy begins with Jesus. God incarnate, fully God, fully man, wonderful joy is not dependent upon your circumstances, but the presence of Jesus entering your life. See, another miracle that we read about is this virginal birth, right? Right? This virgin birth, it shouldn't happen. A virgin should not be able to get pregnant without intimacy with a man. Yet, it happens through the Holy Spirit. Something so impossible becomes possible because God did it. See, one of the messages in the announcement that the angel gives Mary is this. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Another way to say it is what is impossible for men is possible with God. It should not be possible for you to be happy again after that really bad breakup with your ex, but God can do it. You should not be able to regain your joy and your strength after the loss of your child or your loved one. But with God, you are comforted and your joy is restored. It should not be possible for you and I, sinful people, imperfect people, to have a relationship with a holy, mighty God. But God made a way through Jesus Christ When he came down as the Son of God and he lived in this world and lived a holy life and he was crucified and on the third day he rose again. A dead man should not rise from the dead, but God makes it possible. See, another miracle that happens within the Christmas story is what the angel tells Mary about her cousin, Elizabeth. A woman who we read in the story, cannot become pregnant. She's, she's infertile. She's not been able to do it. And you know, by the text, we know that she's old. So we could say she's probably gone through menopause. So she has two impossibilities going against her. Yet something that should not happen, she should not be able to get pregnant, but God did it. For with God, nothing will be impossible. See, in Mary's response to this announcement, she says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Then she hurries off to go see her cousin, her cousin Izzy. I'm going to call her Elizabeth, Izzy, Izzy for short. She goes to see her cousin Izzy, and there she is, and this is where we see that joy grows with others. See, a few days later, Mary hurried to the hill in the country of Judea to the town where Zechariah lived, says the text. And it says she entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. And at the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her. And Elizabeth um, was filled with the Holy Spirit. She gave a Glad cry and exclaim to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me when I heard your greeting? The baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. And Mary's response was, oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. I imagine that for Mary having an angel show up and give you the biggest announcement of your life must have been mind blowing. It turned her world upside down. I think from what we've read that the initial, you know, announcement brought about a lot of fear and confusion, yet as the announcement continues, she believes that the most impossible thing will happen for her. This impossible thing that has never been done before, that no one has ever seen, will be done in her. And what caught my attention is that the angel makes this announcement and she is given a reference to a miracle that's already happened The angel tells her, your relative Izzy is prego at her old age. And could it be that possibly what helps your joy grow is considering the miracles of others around you? The angel pretty much says, look what God has done for Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Now, I'm not saying compare your miracles. That is not what I'm saying, because I think it's beautiful the contrast that we see between these two women. See, one has been married for a long time, she's at her later stage in life, yet she becomes pregnant. The other, she's not even married yet, she's in her teens, a teenager, and she becomes pregnant, was not in the plans. Elizabeth has her shame lifted off of her, right? Because in the context of this culture, for a woman to not be able to get pregnant and have a child was shame. Shame came with that. But what happens for Elizabeth, her, it's, the shame is lifted off of her. However, Mary will take on the shame that came with being pregnant before Marriage. And both are carrying this crazy miracles. See, Izzy is carrying the one that will prepare the way for the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And Mary, you already know, is carrying the Messiah, the Savior of the world. This is what I want you to consider as you look at the miracles of others around you. If God has done it for them, he can do it for you. If God is doing it for someone else, he can also do it for you. Did someone's marriage get restored? God can restore yours too. Did someone's addiction get broken and now they're finally living a life that is clean? God can do that for you too, for the ones you love. We also see in this passage that Mary's greeting or announcement caused Elizabeth's baby to jump for joy within her. And it says the Holy Spirit filled her. And it is out of being filled with the Holy Spirit that Elizabeth gives a glad cry and exclaims to Mary what she said. He says, you are blessed among a woman like, you're it, like your child is blessed. And then she goes on to say, I want you to know that as you greeted me, there was this joy. There was such an enormous joy inside of me that the baby inside me jumped. Have you guys seen those videos when they're like, babies are going crazy inside? Like, I just imagined it must have been something like that. Like, that's crazy. And she gets to experience it. She's telling Mary about it in her Greeting And in her exclamation, in her celebration of joy, there was no comparing. She wasn't comparing her situation with Mary. She was celebrating. She was rejoicing. She was thanking God for what was happening in Mary's life. There is no, but what about me? There is a revelation that is given by the Holy Spirit. See, Mary did not have a chance to share what the angel had told her. It was at the moment that Elizabeth, being present with Mary, was empowered by the Holy Spirit to bring confirmation to Mary about her miracles. You and I, we need each other. We need each other to bring that encouragement. When somebody shows up, the Holy Spirit can be there with us and say, oh, this person needs to know That they are loved. Share that with them. And we can come and we can share that with them. We need each other to grow our joy. Because when Elizabeth spoke this to Mary, it just brought confirmation to her that what she had heard the angel said was true. It wasn't something she made up. But it was something that God was doing in her life. In the presence of Jesus, the psalm says there is fullness of joy. It's when Jesus entered Elizabeth's home that joy came alive and moved around in her. And It is in the presence of Jesus that you and I find our fullness of joy. And it's the joy of the Lord that is our strength Now the original word strength in that passage in Nehemiah, it's talking about a fortress, a refuge, a protection. So the joy of the Lord is a protection for you and for me. And sometimes it's so good to be around people that can remind us of that and can share that with us. I don't want you to miss out on the wonder that God is working in you, that God is doing in your family, in your life, in your job. I want you to announce to yourself and to those around you, wow, that was so God. That was so God. My brother shouldn't be alive. He should have never woken up from that coma. His heart should have never recovered. That was so God. God did it. Because for God, nothing is impossible. I'm going to ask you to participate in this moment with me. And hopefully you received an ornament when you walked in. And if you didn't and you need one, just raise your hand and our amazing greeting team and connection team will give you one. So right here, we need one up here. So I want you to grab it and I want you to peel off The plastic that's in front of the mirror part, and it just comes off. So peel it off. We try to get it started for you so it's not hard. Peel it off, and then just put it in your pocket. Throw it out later. And it's the mirror part that I want you to pay attention to, not the white part. We're not, white part is just there. We don't need to pay attention to that. We need to pay attention to the mirror part. But I want you to know that God will do things that you've not seen, God will bring about wonders that you are yet to see. And when He does, it's supposed to overflow. Changing the environment of everywhere you go. And if you're a follower of Christ, the greatest miracle has already taken place in your heart. You saying yes to Him and putting your faith in Him, Jesus has forgiven you of your sins and His presence is with you, that is the greatest miracle. This is why we have joy because Jesus is the Savior of the world. But I want you to look. At the mirror, and maybe for you, this is a hard exercise. We're like, no, I don't want to look at myself. Like, look at yourself, and I'm gonna tell you what I tell Charlie every morning: you are beautiful. So courageously look at yourself, and I want you to invite the Holy Spirit to help you see by faith the wonder, the miracle that God is yet to do in you through you and for you, for nothing is impossible with God. What is the wonder that you see for your family? What is the miracle that you need for your marriage? What is the wonder that you wanna see in your health, in your body, in your relationship with your father or your mother or with your children? That wonder that you wanna see in your business? Maybe it's releasing that forgiveness that you've held on for too long. Maybe you need to like learn to forgive your acts and say, Jesus, help me to do that today and every day. Maybe it's the ordering of your finances. I want to give you a minute or two to reflect. So if it's looking and saying, Holy Spirit, help me to see the wonder that you want to do in and through and for me, maybe you need to close your eyes and say, God, Holy Spirit, help me to see the wonder that you want to do in I'm going to invite you to grab your ornament. And in the back, there's different stations with markers. And I want you to take a marker and you go to the back. And if there is one word that you heard or that you feel like this is it or for me it's this, I want you to write it down. I'm going to share mine with you. I think for me in this season um, is learning or desiring with all my heart to see the wonder of God in my daughter. And I wanna be able to see it and not limit her for all that God can do in and through her. So I'm gonna write down her name, because to me, is the wonder that I want to see God do in my life to help me be a mom. Being a mom is so hard sometimes. There's So much guilt. So much emotion that comes with it. But I know that I'm trusting Jesus. He's done the miracle. He can also help me raise the miracle. So I'm going to write down and I'm going to go back and place it on the tree right on the mirror part, just so it helps you know that.